Yeah. I think every podcast I know that takes off is just because people like the host. Right. Or the guest or the chemistry. Right. They'll be like, what's the hook of your podcast? I'm yeah. like, me and my friends being funny. They're like, nobody wants that. Yeah, yeah. Like, I think that's all they want. Yeah. And that's what well, people want. I had a big hook. Okay. And it sank. What was the hook? Kanye West. That's right. <laughs> that's right. That was a very big hook. I had a big, big, big. <laughs> yeah. And much like the uh, shape of a hook, Kanye took a real 180. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Uh, you had to make some yeah. adjustments. That's the thing about hooks. You can get poked. That's right. Yeah. Don't mess around with hooks if you they're, don't want to get they're stabbed. They're pointy. Yeah, ah. yeah. Try to drag you down. Yeah. I hooked my grandma one time fishing. Mm. Yeah. Kind of kind of made me a way more careful, less risk taking. I used to just cast that rod out there. Yeah. And that, you know, after that, after you hook your grandma's jogging suit, you know. Oh, you got her in the suit, though, not the yeah, skin. Yeah, not Ooh. the skin. If it was the skin, it would have been traumatic. It would have been like, don't let him fish ever again. I did that to my best friend when I was a kid. I hooked him through the hand, through the webbing of the hand. Really? The most fish-like part of a body. Yeah. I got him. And, um... I don't know if I've fished since. I think I might okay. be traumatized. How did you get your grant? Was she behind you, I hope? She was she behind wasn't like, me. She yeah. wasn't like standing on top of no, the water. No, but like, okay, so my grandmother and my grandfather took us out uh, fishing, but my grandfather got there first. Okay. So me and my sister rode on the on the pickup truck with my grandfather. Right. So when we got out there, we ready to go. Right. We're hyped. That's right. So my grandmother, my mom, they just setting up, and then that's yeah. And and they caught that anxious. How old are you at this time? Oh man, I'm probably like maybe nine. Oh, you're fired up. Fired. You can't up. be slowed Fi- down. Oh, can't be I, stopped. I had that beginner's luck. I was catching. I caught <laughs> like six fish that day, like live bait, fake bait. Wow. Real line, just wow. just whatever. Whatever you hand me, I'm coming out with a fish. Wow. You yeah. probably drank a surge on the way over. Oh, You're caffeinated. Man. Oh, so much off the walls. So oh. much like, you know, yeah. Mr. K or whatever. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Remember Jolt? Were you a yeah. Jolt kid? Ooh, man. Jolt, that's a little before my time. I found out about it on VH1. I'm I'm more of a surge. Yeah. That, that was my era. Surge. Yeah. Uh, Mountain Dew Code Red. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was the energy drinks back in the day. Yeah. Before Dew. the Baja, before they went to the Baja. Before they sold before out. Before it got Bahamian, when it was just Code Red, like emergency Mountain Dew. Yeah, break, yeah, break in case of emergency. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Your slumber party's slowing down. Code Red, Code yeah, Red. Code Red. Yeah, code smash red. the glass. Yeah. <laughs> what a wild name for a drink. Yeah, man. What a wild name for a drink. Let's name this drink after an emergency. Yo, I kind of think about this sometimes. When you look at the early aughts and the 90s, it's like we knew we were running out of resources, and that was like our YOLO era. Yeah. Like, it was like, we knew about global warming, but we Mm -hmm. were like, all right, everybody get the biggest SUV you can possibly get, jack it up, Right. get 12 miles to the gallon. That's the goal. Under 10 miles to the gallon, you're really the right. coolest guy in town. You turning off Captain Planet, and then your parents are driving you in an SUV. That's right, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. Like, like, you just fought pollution earlier that day, and then afterwards, somebody's pulling up to school with a navigator. That's right. <laughs> now, now you're in a, a, a Hummer H2 for some reason. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Drinking right. a Code Red. Right. Like, oh, those rules don't apply to us, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that's how it was back in the day. 
Yeah. <laughs> and it was like that. And then also, like, we're becoming aware of, like, food and health. But then mm-hmm. in the 90s and early aughts, it's like, code red, Mountain Dew, right. Hardee's, right. two thick burgers for the price of one. Come on. We were going nuts. Kid. It was like, smoke them if you got them was the name of that era. You got a reward for eating fast food. You got a toy. You got a toy. Yeah. Like, vegetables had nothing. Not a thing. No giveaways. It's never like, oh, man, if you put all the celery in the bottom of the bag, it's a prize. <laughs> yeah. There's no incentive. You get one Avenger for every broccoli floret you eat. Honestly, as a kid, I was a free agent. You were, you were open to anything. I was for the toys. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Healthy food didn't have a chance because they didn't have any brand deals. Man, none at all. <laughs> As if eating a eating a cheeseburger and fries is not its own reward. You know mm-hmm, what I'm saying? You don't even mm-hmm. have to give me. I didn't even need that bribe. Come on, have me send in apple stickers, right? And then get something. Maybe I'm eating apples. That's right. Every you know what I'm saying? for every twelve dull banana stickers yeah, you send in, yeah, let me get, send in the sticker saying I ate the fruit and get something. Give me some Hulk hands. Come on, you know, Mattel, Hasbro, where y'all at? Cross promotion. Holla at your boy. Come on. Yeah. I would eat drive through fruit. drive through fruit. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Has it even been tried? And why not? Have they even tried drive through fruit? I've seen the stand. Just give me a drive through lane. Right. Get. Let's get some infrastructure. Let's get some buildings where they bring the fruit. And drive through fruit. Yeah, pre-cut, ready to go. Give me, give me a, give me a, give me a small carton of pineapple slices for my commute, please. Guess what else y'all gonna have in drive through fruit? What's that? Juice. Come on, fresh. Juice. Yeah. Ooh. Smoothie. Oh. Well, who's to say they don't have ice at drive through fruit? I know water's not a fruit, but they can have ice. Is they there, can mix some ice in with the fruit. Is there no drive through Jamba Juice? Maybe is Jamba Smoothie juice King? juice though? Is that is that fruit juice or is that Jamba? What's Ooh, Jamba? That is the right question. Well, I know what Jambo is. That's why Healy. But what's Jamba? Yeah, I and know what, what Jam is. Okay, Let's every connotation. You know, it could be a slam dunk. It could be a song. It could be preserves. But what's Jamba? Yeah. It sounds like a like a form of exercise. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I, I gotta got, go I got, to Jamba class. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I would hang out with y'all, do another round, but I, I got Jamba class in the morning. My, my back's been tied. I got mm-hmm. a Jamba. You know mm-hmm. how I get. Yeah, you know how I get. I got a Jamba until I juice. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they call sweat when you go to Jamba class. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah oh, yeah, yeah there ain't nothing but Jamba juice. Hey, All wipe right. that off. Somebody's coming in the next. You know class. when you're juicing, it's a good day. That's what the teacher yells. <laughs> If you ain't juicing, you ain't jumping. Remember, guys, the juice is worth the squeeze. Come on. And then you got to keep Jamba. We got five more minutes of Jamba. Woo! We got a good show for you guys this this evening, this morning, this afternoon, whatever time. If you don't know what time it is yet, you start listening to this before you even started to listen to the clock. We got... Kenny DeForest in the building. Oh, my God. People have been complaining online about the air horns. What's up, new people? Yeah. New to the show. We 60 episodes in. Y'all want to start complaining now? Uh. 
Did you choose Nelly because I'm from Missouri? Yeah. Let's go. I'm that now type of nerd. In the big league. And then, <laughs> as long as we get it, the lunatics there. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Oh, better up. Come on. Man, Kenny. that's the most hype I've ever been on a podcast <laughs> in my life. The music gets you hype. Gosh. Yeah. Some of the people that watch this don't get it with the music. Who complains about air horns, man? What are you doing? When are you, like, I've never Come heard on. air horns have been having a bad day, ever. That, Everyone that's complained, though, they've done it in a way that, that makes it feel like it's from love. It's like, brother, you gotta <laughs> you gotta engineer better, brother. Like you gotta, you know, you gotta work on these levels, brother. And it, you know, it, it does feel like, all right, yeah. They wanted they, they wanted, wanted to, it to be different. They wanted to succeed. Yeah. But also, like, here's the thing about podcasts. You can't control when these people listen. Like, if it's early morning, that might be a lot. Right. But what about your evening commute? Right. You need the air horns to get yourself home. Right. Rob's helping you out. Come on. I I used to listen to mixtapes. They wasn't always engineered properly. That was part of the fun. That's right. That's a part of the feeling like, oh, I don't know if I'm supposed to have this. Yeah. Like Funk Flex is just dropping bombs all over your yeah. favorite song. And yeah, the whole time you're like, you don't have to do it this much. You don't have to keep reminding us who you are, but I'm listening. Right. You just got to let the DJ do his thing. What if... Loud air horns are an artistic choice, and they deserve a breakdown of their meaning. You mm. know, when Spike Lee makes the footage grainy, no one's like, hey, man, I couldn't really see some of the crowd in the Kings of Comedy. It's like, no, that's what Spike Lee does. He makes it grainy sometimes. That's right. I, you know, sometimes make the, the air horns loud. For artistic purposes. Yeah. I shouldn't have to say that. I shouldn't have to say that. I don't think you should have to say that. I don't think you should have to explain yourself. I shouldn't have to say that. Kenny DeForest, do you have any fears? Dang. Oof. Yeah, of course. Um, but I've... Fa you know what? A lot of the ones... Uh, the Deep Sea. The Deep Sea. The Deep Sea. The Deep Sea. Okay. Yeah. I like the beach, but the deep Lowercase sea. Lowercase C, cool, but the deep sea yeah. issues. Ooh, baby. Yeah, I, yeah. We don't belong in there. That's a okay. different world. We're in okay. their world. You know what I mean? Yeah. How how close are you? Like, okay, would you get on a boat knowing you're not going that far? Yeah, I mean, I've been, like, deep sea fishing or whatever. Okay. But, you know, as soon as the waves start to I just freak out. It's so scary. Yeah. I don't know what's under that water. I want to be able right. to see. And, like, think about it. Every nightmare you've ever had, you're trying to fight underwater that's like the scariest situation you don't know in. my nightmares oh what tell me about your nightmares you Rod. know hey first of all every dream i have the gift of flight oh amazing no matter serious it could be just a dream about something like everybody could walk away i'll just like yep still can fly every you night know, you go like, to sleep you fly every no i don't fly i can't okay you know like right. there's some dreams where it's just like oh, okay i'm at the club I don't really need to fly right, right now right. and freak people out. Yeah. But, you know, I'll I like go in the bathroom and be like, yep, still got it. Okay. <laughs> I like the fact that you still got to go to the bathroom in your dreams. Well, no, I just went to check to see if I could fly. Just make, I, yeah, I lied. Yeah. I was like, yo, I got I to gotta take one, you know, and yeah, then yeah, I go yeah. back there. Whoop. Back right, in the cool. VIP section, <laughs> you know, back to dancing. Um, that's so amazing. in all your nightmares, you're drowning you're yeah. in the water. You're fighting I'm shark fighting. action. Yeah, a lot of under. I can't punch. I'm Eaten trying to by punch. A whale. Yo, daddy, I don't want that at all. <laughs> 
Moby Dick. Ooh. Yeah. You know yeah, what? Yeah. Moby Dick was big in my childhood and Jaws. I think that's a play here. Okay. I saw too many large fish eat people in my All youth. All right. You, are you talking about Moby Dick like you saw it or you read it or was a comic? They they used to give us Moby Dick many ways when we was kids. Yeah, they gave, <laughs> they gave us the D many different ways. Yeah. Any way we would take yeah. it. Any way you want that Moby Dick, you was going to get it. I remember there was a book in our library and it was like they made Moby Dick into a comic book. But it was like a huge comic book. And it was like, I might as well read the book. Yeah, why did they, like, what, why would they want children so badly to read Moby Dick? What was the big? I think it was, I think it's like a, it was popular at, at one time. And they're like, yo, we got too much stuff that references this. You gonna need this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, you gotta know yeah. what a white whale is. Yeah. That's a big reference out there in the world. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. That because that man. A- after I saw Jaws, there was a stretch of time that I couldn't walk on blue carpet. If the carpet was blue, I was yeah. like, "There's sharks in the carpet. I can't I'm do so it." I'm so glad I watched Jaws this decade. You're new to Jaws. Totally removed from Jaws, just looking at it as a '70s movie. Like if I saw that at a time where I could just accept it as current. You know, like if I saw it as a kid before I even could tell when stuff was from. When the graphics were in line with the time of right, the, yeah, right, right, yeah, 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 would have would have been freaked out. But I think my parents avoided that movie for a reason because we lived in Florida at the time and had lots of times where we would need to be at the beach, not freaking out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think they excluded that was self preservation. You know, mm-hmm, they needed mm-hmm. you to want to be at the beach. Yeah, that was one place they could take their child and be like, just go entertain yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Did you grow up around any water? Lakes. Lakes? Lakes and rivers, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And you cool in the lakes and the rivers? Yeah, but man, even as a kid after Jaws, okay. I had, it took a lot of convincing that there was no sharks in that lake. A lot of convincing. Got you. Yeah, man. I, I need to I need to observe for years. Mm. <laughs> Give me some time before I just buy the yeah. no sharks thing. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. I'm not taking your word for it. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. I don't trust you anymore, Mom. Yeah. You told me to watch this movie in the first place. <laughs> That's what got us into this situation. Right, you know? right, so, right. So who are you to tell me what is and isn't good for me? Mm-hmm. Obviously, you don't know your baby boy. <laughs> you put me in this hell, this fresh yeah. hell. Where'd you grow up? Uh, Springfield, Missouri. Springfield, Missouri. Southwest Missouri. Yeah. Is is that the one from The Simpsons? We like to think so. Okay. But uh, I, it's us or Springfield, Illinois. Okay. Springfield, Illinois is a capital city, which I believe The Simpsons is the Springfield and The Simpsons is a capital. And Springfield, Illinois mm. also has a Jebediah Springfield esque figure. Mm. In their town, okay, but we do have a big power plant, so you know. But every town does. I don't know. There's, I saw a TikTok that made it seem like it's Springfield, Oregon. Well, and I was like, oh man, I, I never even considered them to be on the West Coast. No, and the, come on, there's an episode that I remember where Bart or Homer's teaching the kids in the garage, and then they ask where Springfield is on a map. And then right as Homer's pointing to it, Bart stands up so you can't see. Yeah. But his head's only blocking the middle of the country. Gotcha. So I think that okay. takes Springfield, Oregon out of this. All right. Mr. TikTok man. Hey, don't call me Mr. TikTok man. Oh, I was talking to the TikTok man. <laughs> oh, I got you. Okay, but honestly, okay. not a bad rebrand. Mr. Yeah, TikTok Mr. man. Mr. TikTok man. It's like Mr. Saturday Night, but for Gen Z. 
people got to show up to your live if you're Mr. TikTok Man, or else you got to end it. You can't be Mr. TikTok Man, go live, and, like, nobody's watching. Yeah, you can't have that. <laughs> yeah, that does set a really high set of expectations. Mm -hmm. Yeah, man. Only seven people in this live, Mr. TikTok Man. Like, it, it's got a different ring to it. Yeah, that's like <laughs> calling yourself Mr. Smooth, but you can't kiss at all. Mm -hmm, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm, Bad mm -hmm. Dan. Here comes Mr. Smooth, but he can't even do the cha-cha slide. It's not a good look. Right, right. Man, the cha-cha slide. There's so many. Once you, once you, these other dances, they give you directions, but you already got to kind of know what's going on. The cha-cha slide, you could really come into blind. Yeah, but they could have helped us out with Charlie Brown. Nah, that's the fun. That's the fun. That's the fun. We got whatever that means they to you. They don't ask you to Charlie Brown early. And then also. I used to try to kick a football and then fall on my back. That's how I yeah. Charlie Brown. Yeah. I, I, before seeing on like the video how they did it, because they just Charlie Brown, you know, like that. I would have did how the Charlie Brown kids are on a cartoon when they. <laughs> yeah, that that is the move. It's just kind of like <laughs> arms at the side, legs moving in ways that sort of defy physics. You know what I mean? Yeah. Kenny, since you shaved your head and everything, <laughs> have you worn a yellow shirt with wow. a black zigzag? No, but that I should. <laughs> I, I should step into my power. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Good I do. Grief. I am Charlie Brown. Good grief. <laughs> Good grief, indeed. What am I doing, man? I definitely have some uh, Linus, some Linus friends. Yeah, you know, some real stinky, some real stinky boys. Okay, you know okay, yeah. for sure, for sure. Yeah, you know you them know. too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, <laughs> they're all our peers. <laughs> I I used to hang out at, at your uh, apartment sometimes. I'd be on your couch watching Byron Allen and, and other <laughs> comedy shows. <laughs> Mainly Byron Allen. We were a Mainly big Byron Allen house. By Byron Allen, yeah. Man, well, it was a fun bit we used to do <laughs> where we'd have new people over and then try to convince them that we genuinely thought it was a great show. Oh, like, man. Oh, man. <laughs> Comics Unleashed is on. You ever seen this? And they'd be like, yeah, man, but it's bad, right? Like, no, what are you talking about, nah, dude? No, man. <laughs> you're, not, you're not really watching it. Yeah. You got to watch the goldfish in the back. <laughs> <laughs> they definitely had a fish tank on. They definitely had a fish tank. <laughs> and unexplainable. Unleashed. Byron Allen yeah. likes to flex in these weird ways. Oh, they, it's unleashed, but it's not untanked, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're tanked up. That was the original They're Shark Tank. Up. You know what I mean? <laughs> 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 Everyone's. Kenny, where did you start uh, stand-up? I mean, I guess I technically started in college. So I went to college in my hometown. And okay. then, um, you know, I started very infrequently doing stand-up because there was not a club or anything at that time. Right. When I started, started, like, I'm going to go try this. I, I would move to Chicago. Oh, dope. Yeah. So I, yeah. I consider myself a Chicago comic. I got, I got you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, of course, we met uh, in New York. Yeah. I mean, I've been in New York longer than Chicago, so I guess I'm a New York comic. But I mean, like, in terms I of mean, comedically where I'm from, yeah, I'm, I'm from Chicago. I think where you start has a big part of it. Or where, you, you know. Yeah, there's like a weird the pride first, in it. Yeah. You know, and you want to, you, you always like cheer for your, your squad, mm -hmm. you know. 
You got a good Atlanta was deep when you were there, man. Yeah, that was a great class. Yeah, a great yeah, class. Yeah, a lot of a lot of great comics came out of Atlanta. We had a fun one. Philly, Philly's strong now. Philly's, Philly's very Philly's strong. Philly's very sure. strong in New yeah, York. Yeah. Um but yeah, it's fun. It's fun to sort of identify with that. Um mm-hmm. so I, yeah, I'm a Chicago comic. I was there from two thousand nine to twenty thirteen. Okay. And then a mix of New York and LA since then, mostly New York. I was mainly just in LA for COVID. Okay. Sorry, I can't help but respond to that. Oh no, it's all good. That's the it's way my good. that's the way my mind works. When I hear a hey, I hate back. It's very Midwest to me. <laughs> uh Kenny, what's your favorite color sky? My favorite color sky is that beautiful pink sunset sky. Okay. Yeah. That, anytime there's a pink hue, that really blows my mind to look yeah. at. Yeah. It's like yeah. The, yeah. It's it's very beautiful out here. Like, yeah. like if you're outside at the right time, it's just like, oh man, I don't get this every day. Other places. Yeah, no, that is uh, that is the thing with LA, especially after it rains out here. Mm-hmm. When the air is mm-hmm. clear, ooh, yeah. you really yeah. see the paradise this place could be if we just stopped smoking it out mm-hmm. with exhaust and shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because when there's no smog, this place is it's like Shangri La. It's unbelievable. Okay, what what is Shangri La? You know, I don't know. It's just something that... I, <laughs> it's just one of those things that uh, I've heard my whole life and never bothered to look up. Yeah. I think it's like paradise. I, I always think of it as like paradise. Okay. Shangri-La is like... I've heard it heaven since on Earth. the beginning. I never didn't hear Shangri-La, but I never knew what it meant. Yeah, I should look at... I just like the way it sounds. Yeah. You know? Shangri-La. Shangri-La. Yeah. yeah. That's like where you want to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can, you can just tell. Mm-hmm. I don't even... I don't, you know what? I've never bothered to ask because I don't have to. Right. It's, in, it's like one of those aptly named things. Okay. Welcome to Shangri-La. Absolutely. I, I, yeah, I don't know what you mean, but thanks for welcoming me. Thank You know, I'm happy to be here. Yeah. yeah. I can tell I need to take my <laughs> shoes off at Shangri-La. Heck yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Absolutely mm-hmm. a shoes off house. Yeah. Oh, man, this is a free road. This, this Shangri-La, duh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow, heated floors. <laughs> I should have expected this. Yeah, a lot of swans at Shangri-La on the grounds for okay. sure, you know? Okay. For some reason, I don't know why, but they're there. I've never I don't think a, a swan has ever let me get that close. They won't, man. They're guarded. Yeah. Yeah. They they <laughs> they got closed off hearts, dog. They won't <laughs> mm-hmm. let you in, man. Mm-hmm. They keep their conversations really surface. Yeah. They just want to talk about the weather and sports. Like if they had their neck all the way extended, I think I'd be alarmed. I think I'd be like, "All right." Yeah. That's I'm why they're trouble. so that's why they're such lonely birds, man. They're just trying to like they want to listen, mm. but every time they stretch out, everyone gets scared and backs away. Yeah, it's a messed up cycle, man. Kenny, um, do you believe in any other universes? <laughs> I mean, what do you mean? What do you mean? I mean, I guess I believe in the we're in the universe. We're in the so universe. I believe in that for sure. Do I believe okay. in the multiverse? Yeah. Yeah. Why not, man? That's, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, why not? Yeah. That's how I feel about most things. People are like, do you believe in aliens? I'm like, why not? Sure. Yeah. yeah. Let's like make our lives more interesting. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Multiverse? Absolutely. So you would be cool. Aliens just came today. You would be all the way cool I with mean, it. I mean, I don't know if I'd be cool. I, yeah? I, I, I'd have to see how they're acting first. I got you. You'd be cool. I got you. You know, yeah, I'll yeah. give you a chance. Mm-hmm, Cut, you mm-hmm. know, welcome, welcome to my home, but respect my home. Yeah, you know, I doubt they'd come in peace. I can't see a world where they're coming in peace. Why? Why wouldn't they come in peace? I mean, I hope so, but 
I don't know. It'd be, you think they just come down a bit? What's up, y'all? Just passing through. Wanted Maybe. to see how y'all do. Just wanted to check out this Taylor Swift concert. What if like what if there's like a place and there's like generation no violence? You know what I'm saying? Like they generations. So maybe they're coming here to teach us how to do that? They just come in here to chill. Like vacation. Most places are chill. Yeah. Or most places are just like, all right, man, y'all carbon based, you know what I'm saying? Y'all coming through. We not even running on that. We not even worried about y'all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're just not we're so not threatening to them. Yeah. Yeah. They're just down here like, hey man, you got some good waterfalls we want to look at. Right. You know, we want to see the running of the bulls. That looks cool. Mm-hmm, want to check that mm-hmm. out. See the great wall. <laughs> the running of the bulls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Want to check that out. You know, listen to an Australian talk in person. Mm-hmm. They want mm-hmm, to do that. Mm-hmm, Sounds mm-hmm. silly. I want to hear it with my own ears. Yeah, yeah. Visit the Stonehenge. Take some pics. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Revisit the pyramids that they built. Okay. You think aliens built the pyramids? No. I think we did it. You think we did it? Yeah, I think it's inconceivable to us that Kenny we ever had Rob? advanced civilization. Me and you did it. <laughs> yeah, man. There's okay. nothing that we can't do or nothing that we haven't already done. Okay. That's the other part of that. What if the pyramids, they built it from the top down? Like, they just kept digging and they dug out the pyramids. Okay. Have you heard comedian Eddie Griffin's theory on this? No. His theory is that they stacked wet sand and packed it in, built the pyramids around the wet sand, and then when the sand dried, the pressure of the stones pushed all the sand out of the open ducts. Because when sand's wet, it sticks together, but once it dries, it shoots apart. And for some mm. reason, he did this in a stand-up comedy special. And... um. It's not particularly funny, but it makes you think. <laughs> Man. <laughs> you can look it up and find it. Eddie Griffin on the pyramids. It's a pretty fascinating theory. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. I mean, I think that there's just been advanced civilizations on this planet before. I think we've we've mm. been more advanced than we realize. I think we have a very limited view of technology. And just because technology like what we have today didn't exist does not mean that they were not technologically advanced. Because think about it Like things like The library of uh, Alexandria All that stuff The whole library burns down That was like what 80% of human knowledge Or whatever they say Lost in that one fire mm-hmm. So who knows How advanced we were Before that Right and Then you have yeah. like The dark ages But like where were we Before the dark ages You know Like mm. there's been These times in history Where we've had Massive um, weather disasters Or whatever Meteors hitting the earth And it sets human beings back mm-hmm. But we could have been Pretty advanced before that yeah, because we see this shit everywhere. I, I think it's like, you know, there's pyramids all around the world and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So I, I don't know. Not to say that aliens wouldn't build pyramids all over the earth, but I don't know. Right. I don't know. It's hard, to, <laughs> and it's a lot to think about. It's a lot to think about. But I mean, if you think about ancient Egypt, that was like the center of the earth. That was like New York City. Of that time, that's yeah. where everybody was at. That's where every uh, there were. That's where everything was popping. Yeah, that's where all the money was. Okay. So like they had unlimited resources, a very lenient view on slavery. You can get some stuff done. 
Okay. Pro slavery stance. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> We are <laughs> we are slaves away from doing some great things, Rob. Nah, That's what nah, I came here to tell nah, you, though. No, nah, man, no. Nah. I, I was I was down for for the Egypt. You know, and everything, and then and then you brought that into it, and it's like, oh yeah, that's that's how you build. I know the stuff, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Can't build pyramids <laughs> with unions. <laughs> what if you could, though? Man, everybody gets could? a fair wage. Then we know how they were made. Mm-hmm. Then we know what, like the secrets is in is in all the yeah. Yeah, there's so many theories about it. Um I think one of the theories is too that like it was underwater at one point. Really? Yeah. Mm. But I have to relook up that one. But it's something to do with the damage on the Sphinx. It looks like water damage. Yeah, you're nodding. That's right. You've heard this. Yeah. So okay. um, there's so many theories on it, man. But I ultimately, I think we did it. I just think that we were more advanced than what we think we were. Yeah. Man. I always think about that time. I always think about the time before us. But I never think about other times that we don't even know about. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, There's a, they keep finding more and more ancient ruins. I mean, humans have been on this planet longer than we thought. Really? Yeah. Yeah, they keep finding well, I evidence thought, of civilizations that date back further. I thought we've been further. here a couple thousand years. So you're saying oh, we've, we've been, been here hundreds of thousands of years. Yeah, there's a very popular book that says otherwise. <laughs> I got some texts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's some ancient texts I can show you. Okay, this like... is this according to Matthew <laughs> by chance, Luke? <laughs> and you know, you know, it's a good book when the author's got one name. You know what I mean? That one name fame, like didn't Sinbad. Have last names yet? Yeah, this is before last name. I'm Matthew. Matthew, who? Yo, you don't even have to ask. There's only one. There's only You're one Matthew. You're not gonna dog. find another Matthew. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um, Kenny, we met uh, in in a funny circumstance. Well, we I mean we met, but um, we connected. You were coming to Atlanta. Oh man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You hit me up about doing shows. Yeah. Uh, I told you about a show. I was the message kind of came out. You know, I. I didn't really know what you what you wanted, so then I, I guess I clarified. I was like, uh... "Yeah, <laughs> I asked you if there was any black rooms I could do in Atlanta because I like to make sure that my material is wide reaching." Yeah. you said black rooms or hood rooms. <laughs> yeah, and I said either bring it on, <laughs> and uh, I think I overcalculated <laughs> my, my ability to connect. Okay, yeah. But see, I, I my thought process was, I'm gonna give Kenny this room. He's got chops. He's in New York. Yeah. Boom. If he kills this room, a whole world of money and opportunities open up. That's right. You know what I'm saying? That's right. But also, like, you know, if you just wanted to get up and be in front of a certain audience i guess that was available but there would be no monetary right you know what i'm saying so i'm I'm thinking more on the road you know yeah i just you know i, I always think it's good to step out of your comfort zone um 
I've seen what happens to comedians when they only perform for hipsters, other hipsters. Right. You know what I'm saying? You, you, uh, it's, it's fun. Yeah. It is fun. It is fun. It does feel like, all right, you know. I'm really good at this. <laughs> yeah. Man, all yeah. these people that have had the exact same life as me sure like and my material. It feels good to be able to be on stage and be stream of conscious. Yeah. And be able to just, oh, I thought something. It's funny. Boom. They got it. I didn't have to have that feeling of the extra work that goes in between thinking about what an audience is, you know, gonna how they're gonna receive something. Yeah. But that is very necessary if you want to talk to strangers for a living. Yeah. Yeah, you gotta and also too, like when I do I try to be consistent with whatever room I'm in. So I try mm -hmm. not to change what I'm doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's the other thing. I want to test what I do in front of a wide range of audiences so I can get used to, hey, if this part's not working, don't panic. Push through. Maybe, mm -hmm. you know, maybe the maybe the punchline will justify this sort of stretch of people trying to figure you out. Right. And you don't know that unless you put yourself up in that situation. Right, right, right. So my interest in doing that was more to uh, push myself as a comedian and less about trying to, like, kick down doors and... and I got you. And... Whatever, because I my act is not uh, my. I'm, I'm probably not going to be the comic that like makes a ton of headwaves in that world. However, <laughs> I would like to be able to perform and do well on any stage. Yeah, you know what no, I'm saying. I get that. I think it was really because we I didn't know we didn't know each other that well, so yeah. I just kind of was kind of confused by you know why I asked that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Well, it's. I mean, it's just. Um, I noticed it in Chicago, like I kind of, as a blessing um, right. and a surprise, discovered Jokes and Notes, and I would perform there, and it made me such a better performer, and um, Ramon Rivas, our mm -hmm. friend, is he's the one that told me about it and took me down there for the first time, and uh, I don't know if I would have done that without Ramon being like, no, no, you should check this out, Yeah. and then in doing so, I was like, damn, I got a lot better. And then I would go from there to a very hipster open mic on mm -hmm. the same night and do the same material. And I was like, wow, this is like what I need to be doing. Catching fire. This is expanding. Yeah, my, yeah, yeah. This is making yeah, me way better. Yeah, yeah. And um, so that, that's really that's really where it came from. Like, I knew I wasn't going to be like the white Def Jam comic or right, whatever because right. that's not authentic to me. Yeah. Like, I think there are white comics that authentically thrive in that space. And, but, yeah. It, but, but that doesn't mean I don't want to... Uh, be able to stand up in any situation and confidently deliver my material. Right. And that's what it is. And I also do, you know, I like to talk about race in my act, and I, I, I don't, it feels weird doing that in front of mostly white audiences all the time. Right. And also, I don't know, when when I do choose to do that, I don't want certain people to, like, roll their eyes or feel like I'm not nailing it. Right. You know? And so in order to do that, you kind of got to make sure what you're saying is fully in tune with what you mean. Right. You know? Right. And it's also like for me, the the pressure as a white comic in that situation to pander. Because I know like I get up there when the DJ's playing and start hey. dancing all goofy and be like, oh, turn it <laughs> off, DJ. I can't Right, dance. right. But like, can I just stand up there and do my act and get laughs without doing that? Right. You know? Well, also, you know, Kenny, I, I do respect that, you know, 
when you get on stage, you got to do a lot of unconvincing. There's a lot of things that you feel like the audience feels about you that you got to get, you know, in a funny way, you find ways to be like, hey, I'm not that guy. Yeah. I'm not that guy. I don't hate women. Yeah. Not racist, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, I know what I look like to you guys. You know, like, like it's, a, it's a lot of that going on where it's like, man, I don't. I really got to disarm myself like that when I get on stage. I can yeah. just get right to it, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I look like uh, I look like the son of the inventor of the patriarchy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I'm the heir to patriarchy, <laughs> and I've come to, to quell the uprising <laughs> in the name of my father, and I'm dressed like a hipster to disarm you a little bit. <laughs> you know what who my is. dad is? Yeah, you know my father he is? He started the patriarchy. <laughs> And if you guys just play nice, if you just make them a sandwich, come on, that was all in the past. <laughs> We're rebranding. Yeah, I'm like the Kendall Roy of of patriarchy. Um, yeah, I know. Uh, I do. I and and that's part of it too. It's just like I know what I look like, and also where I'm from and the ex life experience I've had. Yeah, but I've always been interested in being very honest about that in a mm -hmm. way that's broadly relatable. You were you were a hooper, right? Yeah, I mean to some level. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to overstate it. You know, you played college basketball. Well, I did play college basketball. You made a basketball team. Yeah, I have made. There's a, basketball a recorded team. video of you playing basketball. That's right. These are all things I can't say. Hey, there we go. I've never made a team. Wow. Ever. Wow. Ever. Wow. Anytime there was ever basketball tryouts, I was not on the list. Wow. Even on a day by day, cuts by day, wow. I never have been listed as a basketball player. You were, in a you were first cut. You were first cut. First cut. Mm. Yeah. Intramural team cut. There was an email. 17 people went out for the team. 15 spots. Didn't get that. Wow. Yeah. These some dudes a year older than us. <laughs> Just some sophomores decided they gonna coach. Wow, a team. Wow, yeah. Your coaches were a year older than you, and they were like, "You can't." I constantly think about if I would have responded how I like how I am now. If I would have just like cursed them out in the email response to everybody, how little ramifications would it came from that? It would be fine. Yeah, man. I'm trying I to get should have went that. crazy. I'm trying to get better about that. And said some crazy, funny response to being cut from this team. Yeah, but see, that's what's the beautiful. Have you talked about this on stage? Because that's hilarious. No, I've never talked about it. It's really ever. funny. <laughs> 17 people tried out. It's intramurals. Yeah. You got cut by an email from a guy who's one year older than you. I think I did talk about it in the ESPYs room one time. Okay. I think that was like good icebreaker, you yeah. know. Like, hey, letting y'all know, you know, I'm going to miss some some trash into the trash can. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm saying? I'm going to try. I'm going to go for it. Yeah. Because we're in a sports environment. But I feel it's like not you, buckets. I feel like you got like a Rodman game. I could see you like really, really boarding. That is my game. Big rebounder. Mm-hmm. Run the floor. Rebounder. Aggressive defense. Pound the ball. You know, pass it out. Yeah, aggressive defense. Yeah, that, no, that is my game. We've hooped. Yeah. We've hooped. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's fun. Mm-hmm. Do you, when you watch basketball, do you have, like, opinions on, like, like what maybe a Austin Reeves goes through in the locker room or, like, you know, uh, uh, 
a J.J. Reddick, uh, you know, some of these guys that, like, you see and, you know, like, they're in the mix. They're playing and stuff, but at the same time, you know, there's all kind of dynamics and stuff that other players don't have. Yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah, I feel like they – but th- by, by the time you get to the league, those guys have, have tough skin. I mean, I'm sure right. they spent their whole youth – uh, with dudes trying to punk them out, mm-hmm. and because uh, that's kind of what it is when you're when you're a white ball player, it's kind of like pussy, like you know, it's <laughs> like it's like come on, and I feel so I feel like yeah, guys have tried to punk them out, whatever, and mm-hmm. then they've learned how to deal with that, and then once you push through that, it's just instant respect. I mean, those guys are, I'm sure, some of the most respected locker people. Love right. Austin Reeves, right? You know, oh then, man, yo. They they scratch him up and stuff. You see his arms at the end of the game. You're like, yo, this is crazy. Yeah. No one else's arms looks like, you know, they've been scratched up like that. But then he pounds his chest. He screams out, I'm him. You know, it's like, all right, dope. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. They have rumors he was dating Taylor Swift. Austin Reeves? Yeah. Wow. What an ascension. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable. People got to stop comparing Taylor Swift to Michael Jackson. That's got to stop. That, I, the kid didn't even know that was happening. It It's not happening. It's it's an agenda. Well, that's unacceptable. There's, a, there's people that are trying to get the conversation going because they know what that conversation does to people. So what are they trying to say? Greatest pop star of all time? Yeah. <sighs> By by quantity of hits. I mean, I know. This is a very tricky conversation because... <laughs> We've talked about it's, race. It's funny that We've I'm, talked about yeah. the ocean, the deep sea, your deepest fear. But when we get to Swift versus Michael Jackson, now it's like, hey, man, we got we to gotta be careful. Well, it's just... It's <laughs> 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 we I talked did. about slaves, but hey, when you get yeah. when you once you get the Taylor vs. Mike, it's like hey, 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 I'm not ready to. I talk don't want to get this. canceled here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sure, I'll say slaves are good for building pyramids. <laughs> but when you're talk, talking about Taylor Swift now, I mean, come on, man, I'm trying to work. <laughs> well, you know, the thing is, it's a, it's a music is obviously subjective, but mm-hmm. I think I think when Michael Jackson was becoming the greatest pop star of all time. I don't know if there was the same machine behind him. Although that's not true. I mean, there was there, there was, was a, a machine behind him. There was a machine behind him, right? for sure. But there was also a machine that was, like, trying to stiff arm him. That's true. Like, he would personally call magazines and try to get on the cover. Like, hey, I don't, I'm going through a growth spray. I look different. Put me on the cover. Yeah. I'm, I'm cute now. Yeah. Shoot me now, you know? Yeah. Yeah, and they was like, "No, nah, we can't sell. We can't sell a magazine cover with you on it." Then by the time Thriller comes out, every magazine he's probably on Sports Illustrated somewhere. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm also not a huge pop guy because I find not it to a be, huge popular guy. I, well, it's just like it's pop to me. Popular, I, yeah. And I, but I always think about what Patrice said about comedy. Right? If everybody likes you, nobody loves you. Yeah. So to me, there's a lack of depth inherent to pop music because it's palatable to everybody. So, and I think, I don't know. I, like, Taylor's written some songs that I love. Okay. You know, I'm not an outright Taylor hater, 
Weirdly, right. I've talked about Taylor Swift on like three podcasts recently. I'm really scared. R.I.P. <laughs> oh, no. my mention. I mean, well, your people did send in a list of topics, and T. Swift was on the top of that list. They want to know. They want to know where I'm at on yeah, T. Swift. T. Swift, the Bible, uh, <laughs> Egyptian slaves. <laughs> Missouri, it's all, it's all. In yeah, the people list. Are like we got to see what this guy's. Re- yeah, these questions feel pointed. Yeah, <laughs> they, they saw the, a photo of me. You sent in these questions. Yeah. I'm really confused. Yeah, he'll go, he'll go ahead and dig his own grave with these. <laughs> Open with slaves, close with T. Swift versus Michael Jackson. <laughs> um, that's insane though. Michael yeah. Jackson's impact. I mean, I don't know though. Taylor Swift, like she has impact. The impact that she has is I don't. I right. can't grasp it. Right. It is crazy. Right. I it is insane and she speaks to people in a way that like I just have to respect it I get. You know what I mean? Like it's not for me but yeah. I, I hats off. People love her. They go nuts for her. Yeah. And <sighs> I don't know. I'm trying to be less of a hipster about music as I get older, too. And just, I, I got to you know, work on that. I, I, I got to work on that. It's hard because here's the thing. And I'll, and I'll look at my own musical taste sometimes, and, mm-hmm. I, and I'll, I'll be like, I'm also predictable. Like, there's like, uh, you know, it's easy to sit there and be like, everyone else is so basic. But then I'm like, if a song mentions psychedelics, I'm like, this is re- underground and cool. <laughs> right. You know, like a song right. like, mentions like, like weed or they cuss and i'm like yeah <laughs> like yeah. i'm also an idiot yeah you know what i mean so i'm not super bohemian just because you know if a song's like i ate a cap of mushrooms and i'm like ooh, yeah this is this is hot underground <laughs> stuff so i don't know but um it's just so to me it, it's so programmed mm-hmm. like michael jackson in a way didn't feel like that michael jackson was like popular but it didn't feel it's he was building the program that's right yeah they were going and getting people who do sound effects and like uh sounds for movies and getting those sounds to put them in popular music right they were hunting for sound yeah and he was the greatest dancer on the planet yeah which is a whole nother component nobody's bringing up dancing and your man was spinning yeah your man was spinning nobody can say he wore knee pads you could say no one's kneecaps are that strong i will give you that i know for a fact i've done some things to my knees trying to repeat what i saw on television sure knee pads i'll give you that you can't fake a spin can't do it. You can't fake a spin. You can fake a lean, but you can't fake a spin. Right. Yeah, I haven't seen anybody right. winning like a high school talent show doing like the new Taylor Swift dance. Right. That's what I'm that's all I'm saying. Right. Like if you could moonwalk is impressive now. Still. And he did it 40 years ago. Now, if I may if I may also come to T Swift's defense here. Okay. What she brings to the table that a lot of pop singers don't is she does write a lot of her own music, and I respect mm. that. Mm. I respect that. I mm. like people that write their own stuff. Mm. That's an artist. She's an artist. And that she's sounds also. sounds like privilege. That sounds like she got to go to ninth grade. Oh, damn. That sounds like she wasn't out cranking out the hits yeah. when other kids were in elementary school. Maybe Mike could learn how to write music. We have tapes of Mike 
making noises that sound like music and other people figuring out how to communicate that to other musicians. Wow. You know? Yeah. Like, wow, Mike, someone wasn't <laughs> raised in a dog kennel. <laughs> I'm sorry. Somebody, you know, had to, like, <laughs> dance and sing to put food on the table for a family of 10. But, yeah, maybe they didn't get around to what a treble clef is. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Taylor Swift is privileged because she could read it. Because she went to freaking tenth grade. If Eminem went to tenth grade, who knows how good? That's good. <laughs> wow. If Eminem had only gone to tenth grade, come on. Eminem dropped out in the ninth grade. I remember hearing like like lose yourself was out. I was in the ninth grade and I was like. Man, he did not need this place at all. Like, no. this is amazing. No. Yeah. And his vocabulary is so deep. Come on. He can he can rap most words faster than I can think of. Yeah, that's true. I'm like, yo, this, this dude's going crazy. Let's see. This is... That's not it. I knew you were looking for something. I was like, I "Yeah, think, I think we're just gonna sit with this for a second. Oh no, you could talk about whatever. You could talk about Eminem or whatever. Uh, uh, <laughs> didn't did Taylor Swift? She she finished because didn't she pop at like fifteen? I feel like she was like a country star in high school. You know that to me, that's propaganda. You come out with an album that's called Nineteen Eighty Nine because you was born in Nineteen Eighty Nine, and then you was playing a teenager in a video in 2009 that means you're 19 you're no longer in high school you marketing yourself as a high schooler but you know hey hey it is what it is you're wow. still young you're wow. still young you know wow. i was gonna go we want to get into a piece of match with the strappity rat pack and the mac in the back of the yak backpack rap 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 the exact same time i attempt these lyrical acrobats stunts while i'm practicing that i still be able to be able to so you're you, hold on. So your evidence for Eminem not finishing high school is a song about putting things in a backpack. No, sounds no, like no, my wait. man knows his way around a high school. No, Rob, I'm just saying. Trapper keeper got my beeper. I'm just saying Taylor <laughs> Swift. You know she she might have went to school. She might have went to school. She might have went to school. She might have. You know, y'all compare no that, her to there's... Michael Jackson. Like like we'll we'll never see that again. We'll never see somebody uh, eleven be the coolest dude and then at twenty one be the coolest dude. You know? Yeah. Yeah. That was quite the arc. Right. That was quite the arc. Right. Yeah. And people don't even, like, people expect so much for the next 10 years. And it's like, y'all don't even appreciate the 15 years that went, you know. Come on. <sighs> you may have had to, had to just be a five-year-old and, and just yeah. get people to believe in them at five. Yeah. Like and the then, minute, the minute he's talking and like moving around and stuff, it's like, all right, I got to I got to get these people to believe in me. And then you got to be a twenty one year old that's actually a five year old mentally, and you got to get people to believe in you again. Think hey, about that. Not easy. Not easy. It's not easy. I see what you're doing. I see where you're going. And uh, I just want to ask you, Kenny, you got an album coming out soon. <laughs> Thank you, Byron. Uh, <laughs> I, I do. I w yeah. Listen, I know your Kanye podcast for obvious. Maybe Michael Jackson podcast would be a little better. Hey, man. 
Hey, let's dive into that. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. You know, that's not a bad idea. Yeah. Endless material. Do the first half of his career, first mm-hmm. half of R. Kelly's career, and just keep going down the line. <laughs> <laughs> half half podcast. Kenny, so the album's out. Album's out. <laughs> it's called "Don't You Know Who I Am." Um, there's a special version that uh, with a you know video, whatever. Okay. It's on my YouTube for free. Don't you know who I am? And then there's an audio only version, same title, and it has 20 plus minutes of bonus material that okay. was cut from the special because I wanted to keep the special on theme. Okay. Um, but yeah, so, and it's also the first 20 plus minutes of the album. So if you watch the special and you want to see what the extra time is, you can just listen to the first 22 minutes of the album. Okay. Um, and uh, shout out Charlie Crockett. That it is his song. I'm just a clown. That's in the intro and outro of the special because everybody asked me because it's such a dope song. Okay, and, wait. Uh, what's the song called? I'm just a clown. I'm just a clown. By Charlie Crockett. Okay. Um. Everybody's like, who is that? That's who it is. And um. Yeah, man. Check it out. It's free. See, like in my nightmares, when I can't fight underwater, <laughs> this is what it sounds like. Heck yeah. Yeah, that was amazing. Yeah. Remix. Hey, man, that's that's what we do. Um, make sure y'all go buy the special, you know. Get the extra 20 minutes. Buy the album, mm-hmm. you know. Then watch the special. Get Receiving it in all the ways, but for sure. Yeah, and I think we're going to have vinyl prints as well. If Ooh, you're a vinyl person. Okay. And the cover art is amazing. Uh, my boy Francois did it. Okay. And, uh, yeah, support DIY artists. That's what we are. You mm-hmm, know? Uh, mm-hmm. You're just making it happen. Yeah. Anything else you want to tell the people? Follow me Any- on um, Instagram, TikTok. I'm on threads. We'll see how long that lasts. Okay. At Kenny DeForest, one R. Don't put an extra R on there. And come see me live. Come see Kenny DeForest see live. live, an amazing live show. Also, comics, uh, one of my favorite people to riff with in the green room, green room type situation. Yeah, a real riffing good time. We always have a nice time. Mm-hmm. If you're in Ranson, Wisconsin, I need to see you in that theater. Um, yeah, Nerd Night. Uh, I'm going to be in, in the Carlsbad, San Diego area. Look out for the date that's coming uh, soon. Also, uh Charleston, I might be out there soon. So, yeah, y'all look out. Keep your ears and eyes peeled. This has been the Inconsistent Podcast with Rob Hayes. Yeah. Yeah, Thanks so much for doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah.